Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. You can turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 3 this morning. Luke chapter 3. And a message entitled, Paving the Way. Oh, it's so nice to drive on a freshly paved road. They, they just paved the road behind my house, which was really nice this last summer. And the kids love to go back there and they ride their scooters back and forth on their skateboards. You know, it's really smooth and everything and they can, and they can ride back there. But the problem was is that my driveway was not so smooth. And so I had this right in front of my carport. We have asphalt and then we have a concrete carport. And right in front of my carport, there was this sinkhole. And it's been about the same for the last eight years that we've lived in the house. And so it doesn't seem to be sinking anymore. But somebody tried to fill it way back in the past with some concrete. But now it's all sunken down. It's about four inches because it's right to the bottom of the concrete, like right there by my pad. And so every day, getting into my car or coming into my carport is like, thunk, 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 thunk. And every day, Without fail, I looked at that thing and I'm like, I'm going to fill that with something. I'm going to fix that somehow. Well, anyway, they're, they're fixing the street behind me. And I thought, man, it'd be great to get one of those guys over here to fill that in with asphalt. That would be the best thing. But I'm a little shy when it comes to just asking people, hey, you know, what would... But Jeff Pelagi, you know, he was living in a trailer back there and he's like, I'm not shy. And he went and told, you know, chased those guys down. Hey, come look at this. You need to fill this hole. And so the guy came over and he looked at it and, and he's like, you know, what would you charge us? And it was something about beverages or something like that. So Jeff worked all that out. I had nothing to do with that. But anyway, they came and they filled that thing. And like, it is so smooth. It's so perfect. I, I drive out of my driveway every day. I just praise the Lord. It's so nice, just smooth as, a, as glass, you know, just out there. I just want to get down and kiss it, you know. It's just so wonderful. And it's black. It, it's funny because the rest of it's kind of old and gray, and this is like shiny black spot, but man, I love it. Well, last week I decided that the back, which is gravel, needed the same treatment, and so I went and got some road mix, and I filled it all in and got all the holes. There was some mud puddles that were forming and stuff in the gravel, and it was you know, no good. So filled that all in, packed it all down, you know, ran over it a few times, then it was bumpy, so then I scraped those bumps off and filled in the holes and got it all smooth. Now it's as smooth as, it's not smooth as glass, but it's nice. It's a lot nicer than, you know, boom, 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 you know, going through there. So it's, it's, it's just nice. It's nice to have a good road. We know this. Have you, have you driven down South John's between Maine and the highway lately? You know, you think you're in the third world or something like that. It's just nice to have a smooth road. And that's what John the Baptist's ministry was, to smooth out the road. Not the normal road, but we'll see. So if you'll stand with me, Luke chapter 3, verse 1 through 22. It says, Now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Idorea, and the region of Trachonitis, and Licinius, tetrarch of Abilene, while Annas and Caiaphas were high priests, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. 
And he went into all the region around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. As it was written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill be brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough ways smooth. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. And then he said to the multitudes that came out to be baptized by him, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe is laid at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So the people asked him, saying, What shall we do then? And he answered and said to them, He who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. Then tax collectors also came to be baptized. And he said to them, they said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, Collect no more than what is appointed for you. Likewise, the soldiers asked him, And what shall we do? And he said to them, Do not intimidate anyone or accuse falsely, and be content with your wages. Now as the people were in expectation, all and all reasoned in their hearts about John, whether he was the Christ or not, John answered, saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. He will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. And with many other exhortations he preached to the people. But Herod the Tetrarch, being rebuked by him concerning Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, and for all the evils which Herod had done, also added this above all, that he shut John up in prison. And when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was open, and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form as like a dove upon him. And the voice came from heaven, which said, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. And Father, we thank you for this section, Lord, as we look at John the Baptist, Lord. May you prepare a way into our hearts, Lord, that you would rough out that which is broken and fill that which is empty and repair that which is destroyed, Lord, in our lives. We thank you for your grace. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So going through the Gospel of Luke, we've seen, of course, John the Baptist's prophecy with Zacharias and Elizabeth and John's birth, and of course, Mary and, and the angel appearing to her and to Joseph and, and Jesus' birth. And then, of course, last time we saw Mary and Joseph lose Jesus there in Jerusalem as they left and thought he was amongst family, and yet he was back at the temple reasoning with the rabbis in the synagogue. Now we're looking at 12, or excuse me, he was 12 years old when that happened. We're looking at 18 years after that. So 18 years has passed. John is 30, 31, somewhere in there. Jesus is being about 30 years old. We're not exactly sure how old, but around 30 years old. And, and we see this section come to pass. And, and, you know, John was probably pretty young. Remember that his parents, Zacharias and Elizabeth, were, remember Zacharias said, I'm old and she's well stricken in age, you know. So we know that they were old people. And so not living very long after the birth of John. We don't know how old he was when they died. But we do know a few things based on what it tells us in Luke chapter 1. 
And so turning back to Luke chapter 1, verse 76, he, this is what Zacharias said to his baby son John when he was first born, when they named him on the eighth day and circumcised him. He, he, he proclaimed this, And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins. And, and this becomes John's ministry. He baptizes them, a baptism of repentance, for the remission of sins, to prepare the way for the remission of sins. Through the tender mercies of our God, which the day spring from on high has visited us, a, a title for the Messiah, to give light to those who sit in darkness in the shadow of death, to guide our feet in the way of peace. So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in, desert, in, in the deserts till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Now, some say when they think about John that he probably was like the white-robed Essenes who cloistered themselves away in Qumran, you know, out in the Judean desert, and kind of kept themselves from everyone else, you know, living in caves and, you know, teaching their students and, you know, having a very simple life and, and believing that they were like the elite chosen people. That's kind of what the Essenes believed. But probably not, because we kind of get a different view. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 4, in fact, this is what Matthew says of John. John himself was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locust and wild honey. Doesn't sound like a monk, does it? Sounds like a caveman. <laughs> you know, and if it just brings up, I don't know if you're old enough, you probably remember Captain Caveman. You know that, remember that cartoon? You probably don't. But anyway, that's what it reminds me of. But he was more like an Elijah the prophet, you know, living in desert places all by himself, separated from the rest of the world, eating locusts and wild honey. I mean, I don't even know what would make you begin to think that that was a good diet. Maybe it was okay, I don't know. And if we read in the Old Testament, there's all kinds of locusts. There's the bald locust. There's the swarming locust. There's a, I, you, you know, because you just take a magnifying glass and you see if they have hair on their head, there are bald locusts. But this is what he ate. And, and apparently this was considered clean. But Luke contrasts this man living out in desert places from the time he was young, it appears, to verse 1. Notice, now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, Herod being tetrarch, or a ruler of the fourth, of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Idorea, and in the region of Trachonitis, and Licinius, tetrarch of Abilene. While Annas and Caiaphas were high priests, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. And so Luke, as he commonly does as we get into these different sections of the book of Luke, he dates it for us. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.